You're listening to Back to the Light with J.D. Rieger. Hey everybody, welcome to yet another episode of Back to the Light. I am J.D. Rieger, and I appreciate you tuning in. This episode of the show is going to be especially Memphis-centric, even for me, you have been warned. As it turns out, this Friday, August 5th, two people that I like quite a bit, Jeremy Scott and Brian McCabe, a.k.a. Skinny, are throwing competing birthday shows diagonally across the street from each other. And rather than pick a favorite, I decided to be cute or something and have them both on the show. Full disclosure, I did not tell them I was doing this. I hope no one gets mad. I didn't tell them that they would both be on the podcast. I also tried to get them both to cut wrestling promos on each other on the sly, as you'll hear, so strap in. Up first, you know him from Raining Sound, The Toy Trucks, and Jeremy and the Drip Edges. His debut solo album, Bear Grease, is out now on Back to the Light Records, so I guess that's why he gets to go first. His birthday show, Scott August Night, is Friday, August 5th at Black Lodge in Memphis. Here's Jeremy Scott. Keep, to- keep talking. Yep, I seem good. to remember that, uh, yeah, playing with these guys years ago, there was like a... We had a few different mics at our disposal, and one of them was not very good. I seem to remember somebody calling it the Moose Mic, which is kind of weird. But is it sounding all right to you? Or? Yeah, I think we're okay. good, man. Okay. Jeremy, thanks for joining me on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Is this the first time we've done this in person? No, we did it at Goner Fest. We briefly. did. Yeah. We did. I, there wasn't another one, too? I don't know. I think, I mean, you were on the show. I think this might be your five-timers club, honestly, if I do the math. But um, we'll, we'll save the, the jacket ceremony for another oh, time. Oh, okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I think the last time I talked to you for the podcast officially was when Bear Grease came out. I think that might have been it. So it's been months. I know that. Hey, what's up, Larry? Hey, Larry. How are you feeling about Bear Grease now? It's been a few months. Like you, you did the release, the reviews came in, and they were mostly pretty positive. How yeah. do you feel about it? Feel pretty good. You know, it, it's they were out entirely there. positive. I don't know why I said mostly. Uh, I, I mean, everybody who's heard it, it digs it. Uh, it's like. It's a combination of feeling good about that, but then also like, you know, you know, I, I, talking to you, somebody else has put records out, um, you know, by the time you're done with it, you know, you're really done with it. You know what I'm saying? When, when it's been mixed and mastered, you've been living with this thing for a while and you're excited to get it out. And then it feels like it's out and it's like, okay, let's move on to the next thing. Yeah. And you're not supposed to but it's it's really hard i've been kind of holding back on purpose from writing new songs just because my new record's still not out and oh yeah i don't want to get too far ahead i mean it, it, it i stockpile stuff so um some you know at any given time i'll have a few ideas it's just a matter of uh what i feel like i need to flesh out in the moment and Probably when I was at the stage that you're talking about now, uh, which was the end of last year, 2021, into the new year, I wasn't really feeling compelled to uh, finish things that I'd started. Uh, and now 
I'm feeling more that way and probably have been for a little bit. So we're starting to play a little bit of new material uh, in the band. And you you have other outlets for songs, too, not just the Drip Edges. Uh, Toy Trucks, is that still a band? It is. I haven't gotten together with them in a little bit, but it, it, to me, it's still a going concern. And I still kind of I, I think about who's in any given group and uh, what songs might work best with that particular assemblage of people. And, it, and it's a little bit different uh, for each band, but, you know, I, I work through that. It's just a matter of bringing things in that people are excited about and want to work on. That's got to be an interesting thing to have two bands essentially playing all of your material at the same time, you know, like it, it is. And I never planned it this way, but here we are. And uh, and that's fine because it, it it keeps me engaged with trying to come up with new things. That could open up some cool opportunities in the future to like revisit, you know, Jeremy Scott songs as the toy trucks or vice versa you know that'd be i mean yeah cool. i mean it, it, it's all fair game i mean anything anybody wants to do is fine i mean i remember that came up uh in, in the toy trucks band because there was uh at least one song from a previous band that i was in that they uh that everybody wanted to do and i think school bus was a good example of that where uh, it wasn't a song that I was going to revisit, but there seemed to be popular demand within the band to work on that song. And I'm glad we did, because I, I feel like that's uh, probably a better version than, they, than the previous band did. So, Well, the reason I asked you over to chat is because you're doing a big show this week at Black Lodge. You want to uh, tell me about it? Yeah. So, okay. So there's this show. First of all, it's next Friday, August 5th. Um, That'll which, be this Friday as people hear it. Uh, true, true. I don't think this is why, you know, you think about these things. I don't. But um, so this Friday, August 5th, happens to be my birthday. Uh, the idea was to get a bunch of uh, um, acts together to play because uh, usually I'll have a little bit of a get together in the last couple of years. Each time it got postponed because of some variant of covid so uh, the idea was this year to maybe kind of do something on a little bit of a bigger scale. And to me, I'm not even really thinking about it in terms of a birthday party. I just wanted to get this uh, bill together with all these different acts that sound different from each other. Uh, you know, I, I found that I, I thought that that was interesting. Hopefully other people will, too. Kind of like in the spirit of the old uh, Fillmore um things that bill graham used to put together in the 60s where you you know you'd have some blues you'd have some uh like a psychedelic band you'd have some r&b and you throw this stuff together almost like they were different food groups which was kind of the idea for this i think because there's five acts and none of them sound anything like each other which i really think is cool yeah it's five bands that you'd be hard pressed to see ever together again i would imagine i i think that's accurate i mean i i would love to do this again if the reception is good with with other bands where it's you know where not everybody sounds the same or is in the same genre i'm not sure why that is that seems to be the go-to move for shows around here that all the bands have to be the same i've never know, subscribed well, to that well i mean i feel like part of it is that okay and i'm gonna I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm friends with a lot of people kind of in this uh, midtown scene, but I think maybe the fact that you have 
um, maybe about eight dudes that are in a bunch of different bands makes it easier to put that kind of bill together. You know, maybe somebody does double duty or whatever, or, or even triple. I have no idea, but it seems like, you know, that, that group is pretty tight knit and, uh, they can put a package together, two or three bands fairly easily. Um, but I, I thought it would be different, cool to do something a little bit different than that. Well, let's go through the lineup and and how you know some of these bands I, I hadn't heard of until yeah. I saw them on the poster. So how did you get into these guys? Well, you've been gone for a little gals. bit. Well, I mean, a lot of it is just keeping your ear open and running into people and, and things like that. Um, uh, we have Oak Walker playing. Uh, Who I haven't seen before. Yeah, you do a little bit more of a focus slash country sort of thing um and really play well together and victoria's got an amazing voice and i thought that would be good to spotlight what they do um we also have mystic light casino who you are familiar with definitely i am and that band is really gelling lately if you've i don't know if you've seen them oh lately, yeah but uh-huh yeah yeah they're there it's you know it's it's kind of funny that it's my my ex guitar player and yeah. my new guitar <laughs> player together with my bass player See, I, a minute ago I was talking about something that felt a little incestuous, but this isn't clearly incestuous too. So, um, sure. Feel- I mean, we're just as guilty of that. Graham Burks, the last time, you know, we we did a thing, he had to do double duty also. So it, it happens, right? It's like it's that action news van again, you know. But it, and it does. Um, but everybody's kind of doing something a little bit different from what everybody else is doing. Um, Maggie always brings it. And, uh, and you're right. It is a, uh, sometimes you just have to stumble upon the right group of people and the chemistry is there. And it seems like that's what's happening with that band now. For sure. For sure. And then Robin X is another one that I haven't been familiar with before. Although I was, uh, Googling and listening to some on Spotify earlier. Okay. So, so Robin X, I think is a star. Um, I think what what he's tapping into, uh, I mean, and, you, and part of it is that knowing his background and growing up as uh, an albino black person and getting ridiculed and everything and, and turning that into a thing where, you know, he's going around talking about bullying and things like that. Um, he's been recognized by the UN, which is pretty amazing to me. I mean, I think he's been over to Geneva, you know, um, and uh that's amazing it, it, i mean has that story been reported around it has. here okay it, well well it has. i guess I, you know i haven't been around so maybe i missed it. It, it it has but i still think that it's an amazing it, it the phenomenon of memphis acts really making an impact outside of memphis but still being fairly um i wouldn't say unknown but maybe underappreciated, underappreciated for that's sure. like a thing that's been going on for a while and i think Part of what I'd like to see happen with somebody like Robin X is is to kind of like close that gap a little bit, you know, to create more awareness. So um, beyond the fact that I think he's really talented, that's part of the reason why I wanted him on this bill as well. And I believe a friend of the show, Raid from yes. formerly from Negro Terror, now Season Destroy, yeah, is involved in that project somehow. Yeah, he has been. He and he and uh, and um, Rico. Yeah, have both been playing off and on with uh, um, with Robin. I don't know what configuration is going to be there on Friday, but uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be good. So. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm looking yeah, forward to exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. 
And also on the bill is one of Alicia's band, Sweet Knives. And talking about somebody who always brings it, Alicia always brings it. And uh, I don't think I've seen Sweet Knives yet, so this is this is checking a lot of boxes for me now that I think about it. Yeah, and their new record is really good, too. So uh, happy to have them on. I'm glad that they agreed to do it. And, of course, the headliners. Yeah, <laughs> I guess by default, right? But uh, Oh, let's not but, sell uh, Lauren as the DJ short, either. Yes, Lauren and our, and our friend Emily are both going to be DJing. Oh, cool, cool. So all sorts of, like, garage slash R&B slash what have you. Whatever, you know, I'm not privy to the conversations that have been going on, but I'm sure that's going to be uh, really fun as well. And, um and then we're going to play, and the, the way things have been going uh, recently, it's been really tightening up between the four of us. And, uh, you know, I really enjoy playing with these guys. So, Well, I've seen you twice now, and each time was, you know, the second time, I guess, was a, was a little bit better, but both times yeah. were great. Uh, the band sounds Thanks. really tight. Yeah. Anything, anything new in store? Um, yeah, you know, we've got, I think, a couple new songs. Um, and... Um, yeah, looking forward to getting them out there. One in particular uh, that is uh, brand new that we're going to be going through this week uh, to make sure we've got it nailed down. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're at the point now where we're definitely uh, bringing some new stuff into the set. So that's exciting. The name of the show is Scott August Night. Yeah, inspired. thanks for that, by the way. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> In, inspired by Neil Diamond. So I think the question on everyone's mind is, will you be donning the denim? I might. Uh, it's, I mean, it is August, which, okay, so first of it's all. It's inside, can, though. Okay, yes, and, and it is air-conditioned. I get that. Okay, so first, I want to go, go back to that, that Neil Diamond album cover because, okay, if you're listening at home or wherever you're listening, Google Neil Diamond uh, Hot August Night, if you would. Take a look at that and picture. I mean, give it a listen, too. It's a fun record. Yeah, I've got oh, yeah. it on my shelf over there. Yeah, I mean, take a gander and you tell us what the hell you think is happening in that picture. And then and then tell us what the meetings must have been like where they went through all the pictures and decided that that was the one. I mean, that's the, really the, the the interesting thing to me. It's like, what did what what else were they choosing from? Uh, and what is even going on in that picture? So when you told me uh, <laughs> to do this, my first impression was uh, no freaking way. Um, and uh, and then the more I thought about, it, the more I was like, you know, what the hell? Sure. So. Um, so I went over to my friend George's place, and I, I had a Delta two by four. And, uh, and we did this, uh, and it was starting to kick in and we had some fun with it and, and therein, uh, was the poster for that, which was, uh, a lot of fun to do. I mean, you you have to be ridiculous every once in a while. So, I mean, uh, beyond the fact that I'd probably be completely ridiculous on stage as usual, but, uh, fun, uh, fun time, good idea and, uh, and nice kind of hook for the whole event. So thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. And speaking of being ridiculous, uh, you know, I've been hanging out with pro wrestlers all week. Oh, so, well, fair. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to cut a bit of a promo of okay. sorts here uh, for anyone. You know, Memphis is a town where there's tons of stuff going on on any given night. Yeah. Anyone who might be thinking of doing something else. Yeah. Why should they come to Scott August night, August 5th at Black Lodge? 
because it's the most exciting assemblage of talent that you're going to see on a stage that night. And it's at Black Lodge, which is one of my favorite places to play. Fantastic venue. Uh, Matt Martin, much love. Um, and uh, and hell, looking forward to it. Chad Barton, love too. Yes, Chad. Thank you. Jeremy, I think I'll see you there, man. I, th- I hope you're there. Yes, I, I, I hope I'm there. I hope we're all there. Yes, that is the goal. We'll all meet again at Scott August night. <laughs> all right, batting second. You know him and love him as the proprietor of the High Tone, a Memphis rock and roll institution. His birthday show is also August 5th at, you guessed it, the High Tone. Here's Brian Skinny McCabe. Brian, thanks so much for joining me on the show. Thanks for having me, man. It's been a while since we talked for the podcast. I feel like a lot has changed around here. The downstairs is now fully up and running. Finally, yeah. The kitchen is sorted out. How are things going at the high tone? Tell me all about it. Well, I mean, it's been it's been really good. Like the shows have been have been really well attended. Most of them. Um, But then again, like July, like the J months, it's it's a thing called the J months in the service industry. January, June, July are just. The, the worst months for us. So you got January, you got everybody coming off of uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve. Within that, you know, everybody spent a ton of money. Um, and then after that, you know, everybody's getting starting school back. Maybe they decided to enroll in, in some kind of trade school or their kids are going back to school or, um, you know, not sitting here trying to make excuses. It's just been a thing as long as I've been doing it. Um, and then July, June and July, everybody goes out of town. It's 193 degrees in Memphis, so people are hitting the, getting, out, getting off work at 5 and hitting some kind of uh, body of water somewhere, or their kids are out of school, so they got to entertain them, or family vacations and stuff. It's just it's the J months, man. Save up for the J months. So that means, I guess, that the fall and winter months are where the money is made? Yeah. That's, and that, spring, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything but the J months really is like, it. it, it we do well. Um, but I mean, there's been, there's been a bunch of shows that have been like doing surprisingly well. Um, we had that Kishi Bashi show here, um, which I didn't really know anything about. I mean, I checked out the music and I was like, oh, this will be cool. And we did like, uh, you know, 140 pre-sales or something like that. And it was just a bonkers night up here. And I was like, okay, dope. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I never know what to expect with shows around here. Like never. C- certain things that you think are going to just like kill, yeah. don't, and then things like that, totally out of nowhere, just blow up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always been, but it's been that way for for forever. I mean, I've seen some of my favorite bands play to like four feet, four people. You, yeah. I know, I know you've seen it too. <laughs> I know that you had an art show recently. I did. How did that go, and how did you get into doing visual art? It was – so, like, I had always been creating and doing stuff. And in high school, I was in art one, two, and three. And then um, I, I kind of just, like – I always kind of hung on to it because, like I said in an in a, in a interview with Michael Donahue, it's like, you know, booking the shows and – making stuff to hang around the bar that's eye-catching for people to see it and be like, oh, okay, that deal's on today or something like that, you know, slapping something together and not just make it look all, you know, copy-paste or or something like that. You put your own little twang on it and people pay attention a little bit more. Um, And then so, like, when the pandemic hit, you know, I had just bought the building and 
we were shut down for seven months and in that time frame i just kind of picked it back up you know was just like laying around just there's nothing to do really but you know i worked odd jobs here and there but when when nothing else was coming in and i couldn't be at work um i just kind of started doodling around with stuff and do doodling do 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 dude anyway um because it was die art ria do no i do i, I, I see yeah. where you're going all right got it <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh so and then i just was like thinking how hilarious it would be to just buy framed nice actual artwork and then paint doo-doo on it that was that was one portion of the thing but it went like incredibly well there was a crazy amount of people showed up for it that might have been because it was just a new gallery opening and that was the first show but i did know pretty much everybody there and i sold like 25 out of 28 of the pieces or something like that wow yeah that's pretty amazing yeah it was it was really weird so I guess you're going to keep doing this, eh? I don't know. I, I, I mean, it was kind of, it, it was a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. But like, that's not really where, where my heart's at. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just used to booking and getting things in motion and then setting them, setting them up to, to, to go off. And it, it's fun. Maybe every couple of years or so. I don't know. I guess because things are more or less back to normal now-ish, eh. like maybe you don't have the need for the outlet as much? No, I mean, it's still like there's always something in my head that's hilarious, like a t-shirt idea or something. Like I thought of one the other day that was like, you know, like visit Nantucket or something like that or um, or like Key West scuba team or something. It was like Pound Town Tour Guide, which I think would be... <laughs> Which I think would be absolutely hilarious. So that might become a dirty cotton shirt. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I just think weird stuff all the time. And then I see stuff at like Michael's and I'm like, man, that would be hilarious to put like wash your balls on it instead of just wash. I don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all childish and stupid, but it's hilarious and you can't not giggle at it. I don't, I don't think that like things being silly, like like even though we're adults we can still be silly yeah absolutely yeah because if you're not if you're just straightforward all the time you're going to lose your mind or you're going to get in conflict with somebody or something you have to release you have to let those um endorphins out you know it's got to, something's got to be funny because this world sucks half the time <laughs> but you'd say the high tone is still your passion absolutely yes well speaking of that you have a big show coming up for your birthday uh-huh it's a couple of days after my birthday, but yeah, 41. Gosh, I always forget I'm, I'm a couple of years older than you. Yeah. I always think everyone is older than me, and it's like half the, you know, half the time it's not true. At one point, when I was first started bartending, I was the youngest bartender there. And then when I bought the high tone, I was like in the middle, and now I'm the oldest person walking the earth at the high tone, apparently. That's, that's wild. Yeah, I used to be the youngest person in all my bands, and yeah. now that's no longer the case <laughs> it's 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 a weird dichotomy there but i don't know you can't do anything about it you can't slow down time <laughs> well tell me about the show how did you come about this lineup i know dead soldiers are a, a long time favorite i've never heard of them <laughs> i i just like had people write names on pieces of paper and put it in a bucket and that's who came out <laughs> just kidding no they've been a long time favorite of mine and they haven't played here since didn't they do i mean they've done your birthday shows before they have yeah yeah they, they've done like if not one i think 2020 was like the only one that they didn't do but um yeah i mean i had to have them back they're always they've always put on an amazing show 
all real easy to work with. Um, I think they, I don't think they've played in like a year up here. I don't know if they played anywhere else either, but yeah, I haven't seen anything uh-uh. going around anyway. I just, I, I literally just hit up Ben and was like, Hey, uh, you guys think about doing the birthday show? <laughs> he was like, I don't know. We'll see if we can, we can work it out. Cause every, you know, you, everything starts to get back to normal. And then you got, uh, Mambo number five, a variant virus and, <laughs> and whatever the, this and that, this and that Cobra monkey pox and whatever else. So everybody kind of gets worried and so, cause you don't want to get complacent cause you still got to be reserved. Um, but at some point, you know, life does go on and you got to have birthday parties and stuff like that. So, or you'll yeah. go insane. Totally. And, and do art with doo-doo on it. Whatever gets you through it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that friends of the show heels are also on the show. Yep, yep. Heels are always amazing, always a great performance, and I, like, I don't think I've never not been to a heels show. There maybe there was a couple out of town I didn't make or something like that, but I mean those dudes are always awesome. Josh McLean, obviously, um, he uh, did the catering for the art show as well. Made up a whole bunch of sandwiches and some fantastic meatballs. If you've never had the meatball sub, I think they do on Friday. Oh, I've had the meatballs. Jesus Christ, they're so good. Um, yeah. I was super jealous when they did that team up with Bane Barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Man, I didn't get to go get in on that, and man, that stuff looked good. Yeah, Bane drops off some stuff every once in a while at the end of the night down here. We'll trade them out for some of our food for some Bane Barbecue. And yeah, go try Bane Barbecue and South Point Grocery for sure. Um, uh, those two, yeah, coming together. I hate that I miss that myself. Um, but yeah, that both amazing, amazing things. Memphis like has a super killer sandwich culture. Yeah, I mean everybody knows that with the you know the sandwich click and everything like that. But man, you can't you really can't go wrong in this town. Well, I think this neighborhood here is really starting to get cool for food too yeah. like uh you guys have a really great patty melt that i've enjoyed on yeah, several occasions and a, i know that like there's other cool stuff on the menu i yeah, haven't tried bulgogi burger i haven't tried that one oh uh, you got to check that out oh it's so good all right bulgogi marinade sauce and then some kimchi mayo and some uh some other things some green onions on it and stuff it is it's crazy good you wouldn't think those two things would kind of no really, i would think i mean i don't think i've ever seen it anywhere not saying that we invented it. Sounds it delicious. Yeah, it's fantastic. But there's, I mean, there's good food. The taco place next door is great. Yeah, Black yeah. Lodge has got some good food now. Yep, yep. Black Lodge. Uh, uh, what's his, uh, the lady from Saigon Lee just reopened? Yeah, the place it's, two it's doors under a new down name. from us. Yeah, two two yens, I believe it is. Have you tried it yet? Uh, no, I haven't been over there. Mm. But it was New Orleans seafood before. And that place was fire, too. And she sold the Saigon Lee egg rolls there. You just had to, like, know about it. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Nobody knew about it. Ooh. I didn't have a format before to <laughs> announce to the world. <laughs> well, but, let, it, let it be known. Yeah, but, I mean, they've getting, been getting a ton of traffic over there, and it's it's good for the whole this part of the neighborhood as well. I wonder if they're doing the, the bird nest egg rolls now. I loved those at Saigon Lee. I, I don't know. God, I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah. I know they got a big-ass menu I saw online. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to the birthday show, there's this yeah. uh, the third band on the bill I've never seen before. Tell me about them. That's Dream Crusher, Hope Smasher. Dream Crusher, Hope Smasher. Yeah, it's Jeff from Star and Micey's new band, and they just picked up Tyler Beretta from the Everdeens, who's been a longtime friend of mine. Um, and they're, they're just... I don't even know really how to describe it. It's like... 
sometimes indie, sometimes kind of synth poppy. Um, it's all over the place, but it's really cool because like uh, everybody that's going to be at the birthday show is not going to know what to expect. So it's going to kind of add a really cool element. And because you know what you're getting with heels, and you know what you're getting with dead. So not to underplay that by any means, but. I like to, I always try to like to, they're known quantities. Yeah. Yeah. And I always try to incorporate somebody, um, that will bring a little something extra and completely different to the table as well. And they're all cool ass people too. I just want to be surrounded by cool people on my birthday, whether I remember it or not. This might be kind of a, a weird question, but there's always lots of stuff going on in town. Lots of shows. I think there's another big show, like just diagonally across the street, the same night. Probably. So I'm going to ask you like to maybe cut a bit of a wrestling promo now. I've been hanging out with wrestlers all week. Uh-huh. So what would you say to someone who's thinking about, you know, maybe they're undecided, not sure what show to go to. Why should they come to the high tone? For, for, the, for the man slamming action. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, Friday, Friday. Uh, man, just because we've got some of the best in the city playing that night. And... There's going to be a lot of shenanigans going around. I haven't done this in years, and I hope I didn't just spark something in my own memory. But one year, years ago, um, I got so hammered that I was just drawing, like, kitty cat nose and whiskers on everybody with a Sharpie. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody just, like, let me do it because it was my birthday. I feel bad about it, kind of, but everybody seemed to have a great time. (laughs) But, I mean, we had, like, 30 or 40 people that that consented to it um, just hanging around with whiskers on their nose or next to the nose that's adorable yeah and then somebody always shows up with an outrageous gift or something like that like one year i had like 35 um uh double cheeseburgers from mcdonald's on a silver platter with sparklers and shit all coming out the top that was really cool is that your order at mcdonald's the double cheese 35 exactly (laughs) (laughs) one for each year yeah one for each minute (laughs) for the next yeah no, I get the double cheeseburger at McDonald's. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't do the, the no quarter pounder. Or no ketchup, like though. No ketchup? No ketchup. Uh-uh. <sighs> ketchup does not belong on burgers. I had this conversation last night. Mustard, pickle, onion, mayo. That's it. I mean, I'm fine with all that stuff on a burger, but I do. I like ketchup on everything. Oh, God, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I could probably just, I could dip, like, you know, potato chips in ketchup. Oh, no. You know? Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. Ketchup. Ketchup, shout That's, out ketchup. Yeah, yeah, can we get that ketchup sponsorship? <laughs> uh, all right, but, uh, before we go, what what else you got coming up at the High Tone that you're excited about, aside from your birthday show, which is Friday, August 5th? Friday, August 5th, I think doors are at 8, show starts at 9. Um, oh, the next day is Mary Beth Fest, which is really cool. Um, and that's for a good cause. That's for a great cause, for abortion rights. And um, Mary Beth's going to be... This is her third, yeah, third year doing it. Her birthday's, I think, on the fourth, and mine's on the actually the third. But um, she lines up some really cool bands from like there's there's a band called Trash Cats from Alabama, which is equally funny because of our Trash Cat that is our mascot here. How is Trash Cat? Trash Cat's fine. She came home yesterday, which somebody made the comment. They were like, "So you took the cat to a vet and used the money out of the T-shirt fund to pay for said vet." Then took it to a house and let it chill in a cage in air condition. And then once it heals, you're just going to drop it back off of the alley behind the bar? Yeah. That's her home. 
She just chills. I bet she would like to have an inside home, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll ask her. Yeah, maybe give maybe, her the option. Maybe you get her on the podcast next. <laughs> I, I would I would have Trash Cat on the podcast. I mean, she comes in and chills here and seems to dig it, but she's got her little hidey holes and her little thing. Anyway, Trash Cats, which I thought somebody from Memphis had started a new band called Trash Cats. Come to find out, it's kind of a folk punk outfit out of Alabama, which I'm really excited to see play. You got Josh McLean doing comedy on it. I mean, you're, it's all over the place. Um, and then September the 5th, I believe the day before the Lucero block party, we have Corey, uh, Corey Brennan and Ben Nichols and Heels and Ben Abney all on the same show. Wow, that's a good show. That's going to be huge. Tickets are selling like crazy right now. Um, I'm trying to remember what all what all I have coming up without you know having to look through. Oh, uh, I don't know if this will be out in time, but Cobra Man on Monday, August the 1st. That's going to be cool as hell. Uh, Garner Records is helping put it on with Wiseacre, $3 Wiseacres all night long. Um, do, 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 do. Everything can be found at hightonecafe.com. Squeezy Jibs on September the 3rd. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this. I think if you saw the guy, you, you know who it is. He always wears like a, a purple and green hat, and it's like, cocked to the side and he looks like he just walked out of nutbush and he's like yo what's up with that dog it's just he's really funny hmm. you, you gotta check it out squeezy jibs and then I don't, there's so I've, I've booked up so far out i just can't remember but folks can find it hightonecafe.com hightonecafe.com uh follow our socials everything is at the High Tone Cafe, all spelled out. That way there's no, like, confusion. Oh, John Spencer's coming up. Angelus Apatrida. Um, black metal band out of uh, Spain. That's coming through. That's going to be huge. And in October. And in October. Your, my record release record along release. with the Subteens record yeah. release. That's October 14th. Yeah. And who you told me somebody else was on that the other day. Alicia Pop. Alicia Pop. Yeah. So hoping that's going to be a good one. October, what's that? The Friday, October fourteenth. Fourteenth. That's right. I was trying to remember. I get. I've got nine hundred shows booked. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a, <laughs> I imagine you've got two levels. Try I mean, to, yeah, try to keep up with everything. Gets a little. How many nights a week are you double booked? Like upstairs and down. Um, probably at least three to four. Yeah, that's so much to keep up with. It is, but I mean, look, the team does an amazing job. Like, I can just. Text them, let them know what the deals are, what's going on, and as long as everybody's cool, like that comes through. Because sometimes you get bands that travel through and they're just like, blah 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 blah, just not happy with anything or whatever. But as long as everybody's cool, I mean, it pretty much goes off without a hitch. You know, some nights we have like an early load in, and then I got to be here all day long. But uh, I mean, the team here is is really really good. Everybody's on top of it all the time. I know I always enjoy playing here, yeah. and last time I was here for a show, I enjoyed, I think, I guess the last time I wasn't playing was Mike Watt, but that was a great yeah. time. Yeah, that was cool. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for always playing and promoting us and, and enjoying our patty melts as well. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. See you, man. All right, man. That's the show. Thanks to Jeremy and Skinny. Go to their birthday shows on August 5th at Black Lodge and the High Tone, respectively. Thanks for listening. Our opening theme is Arthur with two H's. Our closing theme is Joey Pegram. For music, news, episode archives, and other fine podcasts, visit backtothelight.net. And until next time, 
Take care, y'all. Part of the Back to the Light podcast network at backtothelight.net.